Microbiology and Laboratory Diagnosis of Cholera. The Vibrionaceae family includes more family. The main of them is Vibrio. Members of the family Vibrionaceae are natural habitats of sea water but can also be found in fresh water. Vibrio species are oxidase-positive, gram-negative bacilli, with uh, the exception of non-halophilic uh, Vibrio species such as Vibrio cholera and Vibrio imicus. All Vibrio species require saline for growth. Vibrio species can produce multiple extracellular cytotoxins and enzymes that are associated with extensive tissue damage and that may play a major role in the development of sepsis. The genus Vibrio contains 130 confirmed species, of which are dozen have been demonstrated to cause infections in humans. As Vibrios are natural habitants of aquatic environments, infections are usually associated with wound exposure to seawater or consumption of raw seafood as estimated by the Centers of, uh, for Disease Control and Prevention, Vibrosis causes approximately uh, 80,000 illnesses and 100 deaths in the United States every year, mostly during the summer months when water temperatures are warmer and in contrast to infections caused by other major foodborne pathogens, the number of Vibrio infections is steadily increasing. Several reports have recently indicated that, uh, that human Vibrio illnesses are increasing worldwide, as well as the species responsible for these infections besides the big four Vibrio cholera, Vibrio vulnificus, Vibrio parahemolyticus and Vibrio alginolyticus. Additional Vibrio species have recently been associated with food consumption. Vibrios are microbiologically characterized as gram-negative, highly motile, facultative anaerobes, not requiring oxygen, with 1 to 3 whip-like whip flagella and at one end. Their cells are curved rods. Three species of Vibrio are of significance to humans. Vibrio cholera is the cause of cholera and Vibrio parahemolyticus and Vibrio vulnificus both act as agents of acute enteritis or bacterial diarrhea. 
microbiology. Cholera is caused by Vibrio cholera serogroup O1 and since 1992 by Vibrio cholera serogroup O139 both are curved gram-negative bacilli that belong to the family of Enterobacteriaceae. Vibrio cholera serogroup O1 is classified in serotypes and biotypes. The three serotypes Inaba, Ogawa and Mahokojima are identical in both clinical and epidemiological parameters. Two biotypes are recognized for Vibrio cholera O1, the, the classical and L-torn biotypes. The biotype L-tor is responsible for the current seventh pandemic. It survives in specific aquatic environments and has more widespread distribution and it associated with more asymptomatic infections than the classical biotype. The classical biotype is restricted to Bangladesh. These two biotypes have coexisted for decades in their natural environment, possibly interacting genetically to produce hybrids as has been reported recently from Asia and Africa. The O139 serogroup is uh, composed for an assortment of genetically dissimilar strains with at least nine different biotypes. This new serogroup is genetically similar to L-torn Vibrio cholera and might have been originated through recombination of genetic material between O1 and non-O1 strains. Recent investigations suggest that uh, the agents of the last pandemic that affect Asia in the 1960s, Africa in the 1970s, and more recently Latin America in 1990s. Strains affecting each continent may represent independent variants of the same clonal complex. Vibrio cholera O1 is in constant genomic change. Altered biotypes carrying genes that encode for the cholera toxin of both the classical and L-tor biotypes have been found responsible for epidemics of severe diarrhea in Bangladesh, where they have almost completely replaced the L-tor biotype, biotype and make have caused the most recent epidemic in Haiti in 2010. More recently, using whole genome sequence to compare strains of past and current epidemics, it has been possible to demonstrate that altern alternations in the gene encoding for the B subunit of the cholera toxin have been responsible of major changes in the evolution of Vibrio cholera. 
Cholera is one of the most feared epidemic infectious diseases that can affect human beings. Severe pandemics for cholera have been recorded since 1817. Each one of these pandemics caused significant morbidity and mortality, had a negative impact on the economy, trade and commerce of the affected countries, and caused panic amongst the general public. The last pandemic of cholera orga, uh, originated in Indonesia in, 1970, in 1961 and has caused by Vibrio cholera O1 biotope LTOR. A resurgence of cholera worldwide is clearly apparent. Epidemics of clinical cholera in endemic areas such as the Indian subcontinent and Africa occur every year. The largest epidemics during the past century occurred in Latin America in 1991 and in Zaire in 1994. In addition to a novel and unexpected pathogen, Vibrio cholera O139 caused an epidemic for clinical of clinical uh, cholera in Asia in 1992, the first non-01 vibrio to cause such a phenomenon. The disease caused by this novel pathogen could not be distinguished from cholera caused by O1 vibrio. Additional multiply-resistant uh, multiply strains of vibrio cholera O1 to common antimicrobials used for its treatment are becoming prevalent in endemic and epidemic areas, complicating the selection of proper antimicrobial therapy. In October 2010, Haiti has affected by a rapidly spreading cholera epidemic ensuing few months after a devastating earthquake that had collapsed the health infrastructure of the country. The first two years of the epidemic, 604,000 cases were reported among, uh, were reported almost half of these cases were admitted to hospitals the culminative attack rate, attack rate was 5.1%, the overall case fatality rate was below 1%, but higher mortality was seen in remote areas. The disease spread to neighbor countries in the region affecting the Dominican Republic, Venezuela and the USA. Cases from Haiti account, accounted for 58% of all cases reported worldwide to the World Health Organization in 2010. The current seventh pandemic of cholera is still going on in many countries. 
47 countries officially reported 129,000 cases to the World Health Organization in 2013 with uh, 2,102 deaths. 47% of these cases were reported from America, mostly from Haiti. The natural reservoirs of Vibrio Cholera are aquatic environments where Vibrio leaves attached to algae or to seopods or forming biofilms. Environmental conditions such as temperature, salinity, available to nutrients, cyclic climate changes and presence of lytic phages modulate um, ambiodendance of Vibrio cholera. Vibrio cholera may switch from a metabolically active state to a dormant state in the presence of adverse conditions to growth status that may be reversed when favorable conditions return. From its aquatic roof environment, Vibrio cholera is introduced to humans through contamination of water sources and contamination of food. It has been recently proposed that Vibrio acquired as a hyperinfectious state after infecting humans, being able to transmit the disease from humans to humans. Drinking unboiled water, introducing hands into con containers used to store drinking water, drinking beverages from street vendors, uh, drinking beverages when contaminated ice had been added, and drinking water outside the home are recognized risk factors to acquire cholera. During the most recent epidemic in Haiti, factors associated with cholera transmission were close uh, contact with a case eating food from secret vendors and washing dishes with contaminated water. Seasonality is another typical characteristic of cholera. The El Nino Southern Oscillation a periodic phenomenon representative of global climate variability is strongly associated with cholera transmission in Bangladesh and proposed for Latin America also. Some host factors are important in the transmission of cholera. Among those studied are infection by uh, Helicobacter pylori the effect of the all-blood group and the protective effect of breast milk. Clinical manifestations. The clinical manifestations of cholera are the results or the result of isotonic dehydration induced by a protein enterotoxin. The dehydration ranges in severity from non to severe. Onset of the disease is sudden and characterized by profuse watery diarrhea without strain. T 
tendesmus or prominent abdominal pain, rapidly followed or sometimes uh, preceded by vomiting. As the diarrhea keeps on, other symptoms of severe dehydration arise, such as generalized cramps and oliguria. Physical examination will show an alert patient. Fever is observed in less than 5% of cases. The eyes are very sunken. Mucous membranes are dry. The skin has lost its elasticity and when pinched retracts very slowly. The voice is almost non-audible and the intestinal sounds are preeminent. This status of severe dehydration is seldom case caused by any other pathogen. Laboratory abnormalities result from the isotonic dehydration and include increased impact cell volume, serum-specific gravity and total proteins. Biochemical and acid-based laboratory abnormalities typical of severe dehydration are prerenal azotemia, metabolic acidosis with a high anion gap, normal or low serum potassium levels, and normal or slightly low sodium and chloride levels. Hyperglycemia caused by high concentration of epinephrine, glucagon and cortisol stimulated by hypovolemia is more commonly seen than hypoglycemia. Acute renal failure is the most severe complication of cholera. All age groups are at risk to develop this complication, but the mortality rate is higher, higher particularly among the elderly. Clinical, presen uh, clinical presentation of cholera in children is similar to uh, that in adults. Some unique features of this age group are higher rates of hypoglycemia fever and mental alteration. Cholera in pregnant women and in elderly carries a bad prognosis and presents with more severe clinical illnesses. A study con uh, conducted during the epidemic in Haiti among pregnant women showed fetal death of 8% with severe dehydration as the main driver of bad fetal outcomes. No mortality among pregnants were, was observed. Another study documented that 50% of household contacts of index cases admitted in a hospital developed diarrhea with, within uh, 48 hours of disease onset in the index case few of these secondary cases presented with severe dehydration. 
Laboratory Diagnosis of Cholera Samples, Prelevation and Transportation Rules Diagnostic Methods Diagnostic methods are microscopic, determination of morphology and mobility, bacteriological, isolation, identification, determination of species, serovirant and biovirant, serological, reaction of hemagglutination, reaction of indirect hemagglutination, determination of vibrio antibodies. Rapid methods Reaction of immunofluorescence The reaction of immobilization and microagglutination with an O1 serum Laboratory Diagnosis The laboratory diagnosis of cholera is made by isolating of Vibrio cholera O1 or O139 in a proper medium. The TCBS medium is a one of the most commonly used enrichment medium is advised for handling environment samples. Characteristic tiny yellow colonies are absorbed on the surface of TCBS medium after within 48 hours of incubation. Specific tests for detecting the serotype and biotype of O1 Vibrio cholera are recommended. Detection of Vibrio cholera in a single tube reaction by using a quadruplex PCR that identifies simultaneously the serotype, biotype, toxigenic potential and virulence genes may allow early diagnosis. More sensitive methods than available PCR tests have been designed more recently. One of them, loop-mediated Isothermal amplification detects cholera toxin-producing Vibrio cholera in 35 minutes using culture samples of or 70 minutes uh, using direct stool samples from patients. Rapid diagnostic test that detects the uh, lipopolysaccharide of both O1 and O139 by the use of monoclonal antibodies have less than optimal sensitivity and specificity but may be used in the setting of outbreaks. Immunity, specific prophylaxis and treatment of cholera. Vaccines. Controlling the spread of cholera by use of vaccines was originated soon after the etiologic agent of cholera were, was uh, discovered. For a vaccine to be effective, an immune response similar to that elected by uh, the natural infection should be produced protection against Vibrio 
is mediated by uh, protection against vibro is mediated by secretory immunoglobulins generated in the intestine with antibacterial immunity belongs uh, being more important than the antitoxic, comp antitoxic component. Parenteral vaccines are no longer recommended as they include as they induce only uh, transient uh, transit uh, protection and are associated with side effects. Although the parenteral vaccine induces a secretory response in the intestine, a more prolonged and effective immune response is stimulated by vaccines giving orally. The ideal vaccine against cholera should be given orally, preferably in a single-dose regimen, should, in, should induce a rapidly and long-lasting immune response irrespective of the age and the previous exposure to Vibrio, and should be affordable by developing countries or preferably should be manufactured in endemic areas of cholera. Such a vaccine is not yet available. However, significant advances have been made in recent years with two particular kinds of oral cholera vaccines. The most extensively studied oral cholera vaccine contains whole inactivated vibrio plus the B subunit. A field study con uh, conducted in MATLAB, Bangladesh, should uh, uh, showed that the overall protection after three years of follow-up was only 50% of higher protection after 6 months, 85%. Additionally, the protection in children below 5 years was only 25% after 3 years of follow-up. Persons carrying the O blood group had lower protection against severe infection and protection against the classical biotype was significantly better than that attained against the L-TOR bio, biotype. At least two doses are required, which is also disadvantage especially for developing countries. This vaccine confers moderate direct protection, but it confers also indirect protection in young infants and other residents in endemic areas, and protective efficacy rates of 78% after mass vaccination in refugee settings in Africa. The use of this vaccine is not advocated in outbreak settings because of the significant delay of reaching maximal efficacy. 20-24 days from the first dose. Antimicrobial therapy. 
drug of choice. Use of antimicrobials in cholera is recommended as adjustive therapy to fluid and electrolyte replication. Several clinical trials have confirmed the utility of antimicrobials in the treatment of severe cholera. Elegant studies conducted in the 60s in India defended the role of tetracycline in the treatment of cholera. Tetracycline reduces the duration of diarrhea by approximately 50% compared to placebo. Reduces the volume of diarrhea by 50% and shortness the duration of vibrio excretion to approximately 48 hours. These achievements are important when treatment centers are overloaded with severely dehydrated patients, as occurs during epidemics. The rational prescription of antimicrobials not only reduces the hospital stay of patients to approximately 24 hours, as it did during the Pre-Uvian uh, pre cholera epidemic in 1991, but also reduces the expanse of the fluids to rehydrate patients and other hospital-related expenses. The World Health Organization recommends tetracycline 500 mg four times a day per three days as the treatment of choice for cholera in areas where Vibrio remain susceptible. Alternative antimicrobial therapy is listed 